0: Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's topic is Living a Better Life is a Choice. What brings me to share this message with you? Um, it came in three different segments. The first one was a few years ago. I met Emmanuel Ofosu Yeboah at a networking event. A short version of his story is that Emmanuel comes from Guana and he was born with a severely deformed right leg. And in Guana, it is common to kill children when they're born with deformity because for centuries it has been seen as a shame for the family. And oftentimes people think that the mother has sinned and so they, these children are denied sometimes life and sometimes they denied education and so they finished up crawling on the street. Against all odds, Emmanuel's mom took a bold stance and she refused to have him killed, and in doing so her husband left her by herself to raise her handicapped son. This is a something that we don't really see so much in America or in North America as we tend to we have association that will protect the handicapped. And sometimes, I'm saying this because sometimes we take this for granted. I mean, it's a good thing that we take care of the handicapped people in North America. My point is that we assume that we do that all over the world, and it's not always the case. And when I met Emmanuel, it was such a reminder for me to that um, for some people, they don't have it easy. So going back to his story, a real brief is that In his 20s, he was dreaming of getting a bike and he asked many companies in his country if he could uh, get some money to get a a bike. Everybody refused to give him anything because they did not believe that it's worth investing in him. However, through a doctor, he got hold of a California-based athlete foundation and he was given a new mountain bike, biking gears and a $1,000. Well, when Emmanuel got all that, he rode with one leg 400 miles across Guana to bring attention and change the negative perception of the disabled in that country. He later came back to California. He was in a competition. And while he was in California, someone has suggested for him that he would be a good candidate to receive a prosthetic leg. And so he went through the surgery and everything. So... You see, he left his country crawling, and when he came back, he was walking. And that had such a miracle, such power for the others in his country. So in some ways, Emmanuel really took the guts to stand for what he believed, and he chose really to be bold. This is a man who had nothing, but gave everything, and in the process, not only did he change his own destiny, he changed the destiny of his nation. And now Emmanuel's mission is to build a school for children with special needs. With proper education, many disabled people will be able to take care of themselves instead of living on a street and being treated as second class. One of the things that Emmanuel said during his speech that stayed with me is that he said, as long as a person has a head, There is something this person can do. This thought stayed in me. And then later on, when I was reading Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza, at one point he was explaining that the way to get into the fourth or the fifth dimension is through awareness. And you go through by meditation and you tap into your pineal gland. And it's also known as the third eye. He explain in the book more in detail than what I'm going to explain here. To get there into your awareness is that you have to leave your body. This is a place where your senses has no place to be. When I read that and eventually meditate on this, it dawned on me why the universe has created people which to us we see as having an handicap of some kind. Like, I always wondered, why is this happening? What's behind it? I'm putting these things together right now because I'm realizing that as long as you have a head, you can do something. And this is going into the direction of that meditation, that being able to to shift uh, the energy of this planet. And to further that thought about what Joe Dispenza was saying and what I experienced back in July... When I went to the networking event on Friday in the food area, I noticed a lady was working there, but I could see that there was something different about her. Of course, I did not want to stare at her and I let it be, but I was triggered. I was wondering, like, what is her story? What's going on? And later during the presentation, um, one lady got us to do some networking event and it was a very deep one. And she said, find a partner that you don't know. And then, of course, once you find a partner, then she tells you what she, you, you're going to do. And I, I know that when I go to these things, especially this kind of meeting where I know that people are more aware. So people are more open to the hugging. It's not as um, so business formal as other networking events. So when this lady said, OK, find someone, I got up and then I thought, you know what? The person who needs to feel my energy will come to me. And there she was, this lady, this beautiful lady. Her name is Cynthia. And she found me and she grabbed me. And it was very interesting because soon as she touched me, I became so emotional. I could not explain it. I was not hurting in any place, but I could see that I was going to cry. I knew it. And then the the exercise was to look at each other in the eye for about two minutes. And of course, now I could actually see who she was, because that's what I was curious to do earlier, but I couldn't, I was not given the chance because I felt like, what if I'm staring at her, she's going to think I'm weird. Well, God gave me two minutes of this gift of being able to looking at her and at the first minute, all I could do was, in my, in my heart, because we were not talking, we're just looking at, at each other, in my heart, all I did was, I was saying to God, thank you so much for letting me see a beautiful angel, and I would send her all my love, and being grateful to be in her presence, and of course, I could tell that she was taking in that energy, and eventually... She was thanking me, and so the energy shift where I allow her to give and so that I would receive and I would say thank you. These are subtle movements, subtle um things, but they God knows what it does for her. You're probably gonna wonder why do I share all this when it's a an episode that is supposed to talk about financial freedom well. That is exactly where I'm heading with this. Later on, Cynthia went on stage and she explained that as a disabled person, she struggled for years with with financial issues because, well, it's not so easy to find a job when you're disabled, but also the mindset and the belief that you have limits you even more. And there I am wondering about my oily skin when I'm seeing this person who does not have any ears. And and I'm like, wow, how many of us who are perfectly healthy, perfectly looking beautiful, and yet we feel as handicapped as someone who is physically handicapped only by what we say to ourselves, only by the thought I thought, what do I have to worry about? What do I have to complain about compared to to this beautiful angel who's trying her best? I mean, it's the reality. Things happen to all of us. But it's when you see it and you come close to it that suddenly it's a reminder that we are all God's children and we're all here for a mission and sometimes these people are to teach us something. A lot of the time, these beautiful souls come not in the package we expected, but they are here. They have a soul, they have a heart, they have a mind, and they are here for something. Another thing that Joe Dispenza was saying in his book was that w- we apparently have what they call, the scientists call, junk DNA in our body. However, nature gets rid of the things it doesn't need. Why our body does not get rid of the junk DNA and why don't we eliminate it? And it later on explained that that's because this, this junk DNA, the thing that, we, that scientists see as not being useful, can actually be reactivated. And that's where you can rebuild your health from. Well, this is according to Dr. Dispenza not according to me, okay? The thing is that there is ways that you can actually tap into your DNA and rearrange it. So in conclusion of all this, what I'm saying here is that living a better life is a choice. We have to roll with what we've been given. The thing is, staying trapped in that place is not helping. Not helping you, not helping anyone else. And I found that sometimes the more determined one are the one who who are oftentimes challenged and they just like, I have it. I don't want this anymore. It's literally a choice and it's up to you how you want to make things happen for yourself, for your family, for your loved one. This message is a reminder that we all have our own challenges and it's up to us to choose to living a better life. Why not? We only have one life. May as well take advantage of what we have. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until the next one, I wish you guys a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening in. Bye for now. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any question or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.